Welcome to Camofoil, the podcast that digs for the truth and keeps on digging. I'm Denise. I'm Matt. And this is the podcast in which we uncover the hidden meaning of the most important stories that will never, ever make the headlines, and maybe some that do. Whereas other media outlets want to keep you in the dark, we shine a floodlight right in your face. You may think you're being blinded, but you're finally seeing the truth. So sit back and let us expose our truth to you. This is Camofoil. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Camofoil. This week, we're talking about the American Rescue Plan Act, otherwise known as the Stimulus Bill, that Democrats rammed through the House of Representatives and the Senate recently without anyone noticing. It totally flew under the radar. I don't know about you, Denise, but I didn't even hear about it until after it was passed. Right. And, you know, and I was just dumbfounded that the Democrats with all their talk of unity, would do something so terrible as pass a bill without any Republican support. I mean, can you imagine the Republicans ever doing anything like that? I can't think of a single instance, and I can't imagine that any of them would do something like that. Right. I mean, you know, Mitch McConnell did a fantastic job of just making sure that there weren't any bills voted on when they couldn't figure out if they could get bipartisan support for them. Mm -hmm. When I think of inclusion and bipartisanship, I think Mitch McConnell. Everyone should. It should be his picture in the dictionary right next to that word. That's exactly what I was going to say. Well, the bill has been passed. We're all going to apparently be getting $1,400 stimulus checks. I'm just curious, Denise, what are you going to do with this blood money that is destroying democracy in this country? Well, I am going to use mine to buy as many copies of the soon-to-be-banned Dr. Seuss books as I can. And, you know, and then I will try to go on the road with them and just stand in various liberal locales, mainly, I'm assuming, just universities and colleges, and read them through a megaphone until somebody tries to cancel me. That sounds like an excellent plan. I mean, I can't think of a better way to thumb your nose at this administration and this bill than to do something like that. And if I may, that's a great investment of that money because you know that those Dr. Seuss books are now going to probably be more valuable than cryptocurrency. Right. I mean, this is, again, the liberals just not understanding how anything works. And to think that they could cancel such a beloved figure as Dr. Seuss without mm -hmm. us uh, taking a stand against that. And then also, again, yeah, not realizing how the economy works and that if you make something rare, then everybody's going to want to buy it and drive the cost up even more. So their loss, our gain. Yeah, I mean, they're taking three book titles that no one's ever heard of, no one ever reads, and now making them valuable all of a sudden. Which does make you start to wonder a little bit of what their game is. If I thought that they were more clever than they are, I might suspect that maybe they have a bunch of copies of these books and are just waiting for this moment to then sell them at a profit. But yeah. I can't imagine that they're actually that smart. 
Now, let me ask you this question. I noticed that the author of these books, I don't know if you noticed this, is called Dr. Seuss. And, you know, we're always talking about not trusting the quote unquote experts. We heard a lot about how uh, recently about how Dr. Fauci shouldn't be trusted and all these vaccine makers and everything. Is this really a path that we want to be going down, purchasing the book of someone that has the nefarious DR in front of their name? Well, I totally understand because, yeah, there are a lot of people who go to school for a really long time to get this doctor title. My understanding is that I'm assuming his is just an honorary doctorate, which means that he is more worthy and trustworthy than anybody who's actually gone to school for such a thing. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, I only go personally, I only go to healthcare professionals that have honorary doctorates. Right. Because then they have avoided the indoctrination component. Um, Just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you have to be indoctrinated. Yes. Yep. Well, I would just suggest that maybe we encourage our listeners to put the hashtag undoctrinate doctors out there. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Let's really get this movement going. And if you're looking for some great home remedies, if I may, there's no better place to look than Dr. Seuss. He's got it all. He's got it all covered there. Mm -hmm. And so what are you thinking of doing with your stimulus money? Well, we're actually going to get three stimulus checks in our household, uh, one for me, one for my wife, and one for our son, Jesus, who's actually an adult, but still living with us. And so that gives us a little bit more flexibility. The first thing I'm going to do with the one that my wife is being sent, you know, because I don't want her to be misusing it. And I also want to make a statement to the U.S. government that I'm not taking their socialist communist greenbacks, I'm going to rip it up into enough pieces so that it corresponds to every day of the Biden presidency from here on out. And I'm going to burn one piece ceremonially on my front lawn every day for the next four years until he's voted out of office. Wow, that is going to make a big statement, I'm sure, because yeah. I'm I'm guessing by the size of those pieces at that point, I mean, it's going to be just like a huge bonfire every time you light one up. I, I think it will be because what I had heard, at least, because, you know, the Democrats are always showboating and they want to make a big deal about everything that they do. I heard that the stimulus checks are actually going to be those big novelty checks, you know, that lottery winners get and so forth. And so it is actually going to be pretty large. Yep, I had heard the same. Yeah. And again, knowing the Democrats just utter contempt for the safety of the American people, I hear that they're using a highly flammable ink on those checks. So it's just going to go up like a match, basically, when you when you light it. So it, it could be pretty exciting actually. Yeah. Uh, hoping it'll bring the neighborhood together. I think, I think it will. I think, uh, I think a lot of people will be, will be drawn to that. Yeah. Like moss to a flame. You're exactly right. They probably will be. The other stimulus checks, I mean, I'll let Jesus do whatever he wants with his. He'll probably be buying a set of uh, Democrat trading cards. He's he's actually uh, on the other side of the fence, shall we say. It's hard when it's in your own family, but, you know, it happens even to the best of us. Yeah, but I'll definitely be using some of the money to invest in my hair collection business, of course. I've been needing to get a few new dustpans. You'd be surprised how quickly you go through them in this business. And you want the high quality ones. You you don't want to skimp on that. 
Yeah, well, and I, you know, I I need the extra large ones in particular just to be able to get maximum amount of hair as as easily as possible. Right, you know. and you know, with uh, with restrictions being lifted in places like Texas and Alabama, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of hair to suddenly be collecting too. Well, that is one thing that I will use that money for, filling up my gas tanks so I can get over to those states and start knocking on some salon and barbershop doors. Say what you will about Texas. Those people have got great hair, really great hair. They really do. And they love to cut it all off. Who knows why, but I could, if I wanted, build an entire life-size model of the Alamo just out of the hair that I collect from Texas annually and, and use it for my historical reenactment troupe. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Yeah, neither will I. So, like I said, we're, with one check, we'll be making a political statement and really showing our resistance to the powers that be, and with the other, we'll be investing in our business. Very American. Yeah, that's right. But I really hate spending the money. I'm not going to enjoy it at all. Right, right. No, I, I completely agree. So, I mean, the only thing that will help is just imagining how upset liberals will get when they find out what we're spending our money on. Yeah, I figure I'll also try to spend some of it maybe on going on a vacation or something, because I think that would really stick it to the liberals. Yeah, yep, that'll make them cry. We're going to Cancun. Oh, maybe you'll run into Ted Cruz. I'm hoping so. So for this episode, in addition to talking about what we're doing with our stimulus checks, we also wanted to talk a little bit about because this bill has gotten so little coverage in the news, we wanted to talk about some of the lesser known measures that are actually in this bill so that people can be prepared to resist them. Right. Because, yeah, as you said, I mean, no coverage on this and no way of knowing everything that's in it. I mean, yeah. I don't think they've made it public at all. So, yeah. well, and you know, it was a typical Democrat diversion tactic with banning Mr. Potato Head, Dr. Seuss books. Those were just typical distraction stories so that nobody would pay attention. And, you know, you got to cr credit the conservative media for really picking up on, you know, you there's only a certain amount of time. You can only cover so many stories and they really pick the most important ones. Yeah, I mean, right, we haven't even touched on the potato head controversy, but I just don't think that I have the emotional fortitude to go back into that horror story. And to be honest, Denise, I feel like that potato is way too hot right now. It sure is. You know, we got to let it cool off a little bit unless we want to pass it to someone else. But in good time, that yes. potato will get baked, mashed, we'll do everything to it. Twice over. Just a word of caution to our listeners, Mr. Potato Head actually makes a terrible baked potato. We tried that once uh, on Family Baked Potato Night, and let me tell you, the smell was awful. There should be a warning on the packaging or something, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I got some oh, yeah. kind of respiratory disease from uh, inhaling all the fumes. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you, you would think that this is a common enough problem that they would really want to make sure that we're all taken care of. But And, you know, I looked everywhere on the box and nowhere did it say not for human consumption. And, and what do they expect with with uh, with a giant potato? What did they expect people to do with that? Yeah. I mean, I'm tempted to file a claim with the Better Business Bureau because it's false advertising. It's not, it's not actually a potato. Right. Where was the FDA on this one? Yeah, right. Uh, thanks a lot, Deep State. 
So like a typical pork barreling bill, there's so much in this stimulus bill that, that we really can't address it all unless we wanted to do a super long episode or spend the rest of the year just talking about the stimulus bill. So we've picked out a few of the most important and concerning of the provisions in this bill to highlight for our audience. And then at the end, we will just go through and name some of the others so that people can be aware. Yeah, you know, we'll leave it up to you, the listener, to figure out the best way to combat some of this stuff. Yeah, so I guess I'll start us off. Sounds good. So one of the provisions is when this bill is passed or when it goes into into effect, people with children will not have to pay as much money in taxes as people who don't have children. Wow, I can't believe that that kind of discrimination is legal in this country. Yeah, it really is outrageous because here's the way I like to think about it. I like to think about public resources, you know, your roads, your bridges, mailboxes, sidewalks, all that stuff, right? Yep. A family with two kids or three kids, they're using a lot more of those resources, right? Yeah. When I'm in my car, with my wife and Jesus and our three other children, that car is substantially heavier than other cars that say just have a married couple with no children. Now, part of that has to do with uh, child obesity is a real issue in my household, and we can save that for another time. But nonetheless, you know, we are grinding down the road surface even more than anyone else, or my kids running around on the sidewalk, or pick any public resource that you want to think about, drinking water, whatever. Um, So you mean to tell me that, you know, a family of five like mine is going to pay less money for the upkeep of those things than the elderly couple that lives next door that never had any children. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And when you think about the fact that having kids is a choice, and if people want to choose to have you know more mouths to feed and use up more of our resources, then yeah, they should have to pay more for that. Yeah, I mean, what happened to climate change? I mean, all the resources, all the research says that having a child. Uh, I mean, if you believe this research, I'm just let's put right, on our right. our crazy Democrat hat for a moment, and you know, which looks like a one of those beanies with the propeller on top and maybe a couple of bells jingling and a, and a, and you know a couple of uh, beer koozies on either side with straws down you know that's what i imagine if i were as a democrat putting on a thinking cap that's what it would look like definitely and now i forgot what the hell I was but yes the climate change research oh right um <clears throat> well so the climate change uh quote unquote research that the Democrats believe in tell us that having a child is is one of the most damaging things you can do to the climate. And I just can't believe they're they're incentivizing. I mean, where's Greta Thunberg on this one, right? Have you heard her say a thing about this? Yeah, I'm sure she's going to just be enjoying these tax credits too. Yeah, I know. It's really outrageous. It really is. Live it up, I guess. And that's to say nothing of schools and so forth. I mean, you know, where does the money come from to pay for these schools that we're sending these kids to, you know? Right. So you got to hand it to the Democrats. They they slip this one in there. But uh, anyone who's really concerned about uh, the future of this country, they will resist this provision and probably the bill as a whole. 
Yeah, so as as a way to show my anger about this, I will be sending extra money back with my tax return because I don't want to have to participate in this kind of terrible policy. That is a great idea. And actually, I might suggest for our listeners, that's something you could do with your stimulus check. If you really wanted to resist this, just endorse it back to Comrade Biden and Comrade Harris, wrap that novelty check back up in whatever packaging it came from and send it right on back to the IRS. Yep, that'll show them. And they'll be happy to keep that money, I'm sure. Without a doubt, communists always are. We're all familiar with the stereotype of the greedy communist just hoarding his money like the dragon from The Hobbit sitting on his pile of gold, not wanting to share with anyone, just accumulating wealth um, at the expense of others. Yep, that is the definition of communism right there. Exactly. Yeah, so that's certainly one of the uh, disturbing parts of this bill. Um, Another one that I don't think people have realized yet is that we are in the process of seeing all of the portraits of Donald Trump that used to adorn government buildings now being replaced with portraits of Joe Biden. Yeah. When I listened to all 10 hours of this bill being read out loud, thanks to that great patriot, Ron Johnson, who had the foresight to ask for the bill to be read. Otherwise, we may not have even known any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just absolutely shocked. Not only did the Biden administration steal this election, but now they're trying to erase any trace of Donald Trump. I mean, I heard that every federal building is going to or has already taken down the portraits of Trump and replaced them with portraits of Biden. It is cancel culture writ large and just an astounding whitewashing of history. Yeah, exactly. It's, It's like that administration never happened. Yeah. And we haven't even had chances really to build statutes of Donald Trump yet. So, um, and as we know, the only way you can learn history is through statues. So Mm -hmm. I just don't know how our children and our children's children are going to know anything about this time. Thank God there's that entrepreneur in China that is making those Trump Buddhist statues. I'm actually thinking about maybe using some of my stimulus money to buy a few of those to put in my yard. I think they will look great in next year's live nativity scene as kind of maybe bookends on the scene oh that would be beautiful yeah yeah and i mean you know i'm i i was thankful to see at cpac that they had their golden trump statue so that you know there's at least one reference point for us but it's really sad right he's almost forgotten yeah yeah thanks to the patriots of cpac they're still keeping his image out there I saw people taking pictures with the statue, um, sharing them on social media. And, you know, what a great way to fight this this movement to replace Trump with Biden. I can't even believe conservative media didn't say a thing about this. Yeah. And can you imagine how Democrats would have just howled if we had taken down pictures of Barack Obama and replaced them with Donald Trump? I know. We would have never heard the end of it. I can just picture the outrage machine on MSNBC going nuts. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I think Rachel Maddow's head would have exploded. Right. It really is, uh, you know, just typical double standard, all that stuff that that we're used to seeing. It's, It's right out of the Democrat playbook. 
Speaking of the Democrat playbook, another thing that's in this stimulus bill that people may not be aware of is that one of the provisions in this bill prevents the U.S. government from endorsing Christianity. Surprise, surprise, the war on Christianity continues. Yeah, and I would say that this is an intensification of that war. This is basically a launching of a nuclear warhead. And without our staunch defender of Donald Trump in the seat of power anymore, this is exactly what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, was anyone more Christian than him? I can't imagine a single person coming up to his standards. Yeah. And I would really love to see, I know we have these uh, statues now of Trump as as a Buddhist, but I think uh, Trump as Jesus statue uh, would be a great addition to our national statuary. Right. Trump crucifix would be an amazing branding opportunity for him. Yeah, I think that would be great. You know, maybe we can start a, a company, Statutory Trump, that will specialize in uh, statues of Trump. With the Democrat socialism machine in high gear, there's going to be statues torn down all over the place. And, uh, you know, we're going to need something to put in their place. Yep. And I think that would be, you know, really just the best way, again, to to fight back and to show, you know, what the what the ideal is for any practicing Christian. Yeah, it's just a, a really sad day. I mean, this might be the saddest day in the religious history of this country um, that the U.S. government is no longer able to endorse Christianity. Right. Again, spitting in the faces of the founding fathers and everything that they, they stood for and fought for. Mm -hmm. I mean, next thing you know, they're going to be wanting to take the Ten Commandments out of the Constitution. Ugh, I'm surprised that that wasn't in this bill. Yeah, well, it's coming next. Yep, I'm watching that infrastructure bill real close. Yeah, that's that's right. You know, as part of the infrastructure bill, I hear that they're thinking about destroying all uh, statues of the Ten Commandments and making it to concrete for new roads in Washington, D.C. Ugh, yeah. That would not surprise me in the least. Uh, Democrats will probably pave their parking spots outside the Capitol building with that. Most likely. And speaking of statues being destroyed, mm. this is another insidious plot on the part of the Democrats. They are actually going to, with the passage of this bill, begin paying people $15 an hour what? to build oh my statues God. of people like Christopher Columbus but then pay people $15 an hour to tear down those statues. So the whole point of building them is just so that they can be torn down and give out handouts to people mm -hmm. with this $15 an hour paycheck. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to be outraged about in that one provision. I mean, first of all, $15 an hour for building a statue. It's ludicrous. That is way overpriced. Way yeah. overpriced. Yeah. Way overpriced. Yeah. You know, I mean, I hope it's going to be made out of Italian marble or something like that and not this cheap uh, synthetic marble that so many statue makers are using these days. Which is a which is a subject for a whole nother episode, I think. Yeah, I mean, it really is the unspoken national travesty that no one is paying attention to. And again, if we had had four more years of Trump with his push to bring classical architecture back, everything would have been Italian marble. Yeah, standards in marble is really important these days. Yeah, and if not that, maybe mostly concrete with a thin veneer of Italian marble and maybe some, uh, some gold leaf. 
but that's not what we'd be getting. And uh, all this money just to continue to allow this rampage against American history and American ideals of tearing down all of these statues of some of the greatest people um, our country has ever known. Yeah, you know me, I would never endorse tearing down a statue of any kind. I mean, they shut down a a McDonald's down the street. They wanted to tear down the statue of Ronald McDonald. I chained myself to that thing for three days and uh, we got it saved. It's, It's in my yard now. But it's it's still there, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yep. it's it's expression, it's art, it's freedom of speech, you know. So you know, we really need to protect these monuments and these statues of all kinds. But in particular, I would say, you know, if we are going to think about tearing a statue down, it's got to be up for at least 150 years. Right. right? There's a statue of limitations on statues. I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah. And if there isn't, it should be at least a century. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, the wife and I were repainting my uh, man cave. Well, actually, she was doing it for me. You know, I, I asked her, some people, you know, they use a little paint swatches and so forth. I wanted, you know, the full color. So I just asked her, you know, let's let's paint the whole thing and we'll get a full sense of the color. Leave it up for six months. Yeah. And we went through about 20 different colors. It took, you know, a few years, but finally we settled on uh, on a color um, after going through all that. And I, I thought that was a, a good process. I really got a chance to to know those colors and decide whether I liked them or not. Yeah, I think that's the best way to approach any kind of uh, home improvement project. And that's exactly what a Statue of Columbus is. It's... It's home improvement. You know, this this country is our home. There's no time in which a statue is not an improvement to a home. Correct. That's why I started putting gargoyles all over our roof. Yeah. We used to do a garden. I dug up the whole garden and just put all garden gnomes in. There's there's no room for plants to grow anymore, but it looks great. I mean, I get so many, I get so many comments. I'm sure. I'm sure people are jealous that they haven't thought of such an amazing use of their gardens. You don't have to water them. You don't have to worry about the deer eating your, your tomatoes. Yeah, I mean... My realtor, who's still working on getting his license, tells me that it increases the property value of my house. Yeah, I can. it could only go up with something like that. Yeah. So moving on to the next travesty of a provision in this bill, turns out that uh, once this bill goes in effect, everyone will be required to kneel at the national national anthem and the national anthem will be changed to whatever is taylor swift's latest number one hit on the billboard charts wow i just i can't believe this and so now not only are we forced to disrespect our soldiers and our police by kneeling Mm -hmm. um we are disrespecting francis scott key by changing the the national anthem? Yeah, I mean, it's it really is a double whammy. And what a way to discriminate, if I may, against people with knee problems, all right? I got a bad knee from playing beach volleyball in high school, twisted my knee, it's hard for me to kneel down. And, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be a real bummer. Yeah. Oh, what is this going to be like the when you go into a Catholic church and they have those little uh, runners on the back of the pew in front of you that you pull down for kneeling? Are we going to have that throughout all our stadiums? They're probably going to require every stadium to install those. Which I'm sure is going to be another tax that we have to pay. 
Yeah. And next thing you know, the priest will be coming around and putting the wafer in your mouth. You know, <laughs> welcome to President uh, Pope Francis, right? Right. Again, the the reach of this bill is really just astounding. You know, as, as much as I love uh, Taylor Swift, you know, Shake It Off, one of my favorite songs of all time. Can't shake this off. Yeah, we're not going to be able to shake this one off. You know, with all due respect to her and her artistry, it's just not it's just not appropriate. Nope, not at all. I mean, first of all, she's only got two names in her name. Right. I think it is a law that to be considered for a national anthem, uh, the artist has to have at least three names. Yeah, uh, we're going to see more handouts like this. I, I I shudder to think where Cardi B's music is going to be showing up next uh, via government mandate and all the other artists that endorsed the Biden and Harris campaign. Right. It's only going to go downhill from here. And along those lines, taking this out into interplanetary level of corruption, another part of this bill will grant citizenship to any and all life that is found on Mars automatic u.s citizenship you know we just sent that rover up there to try to find signs of life mm-hmm. which of course again part of this democratic plot to just bring in more voters for themselves to just throw mm-hmm. open our borders not even just national borders but now planetary borders right intergalactic borders and this sort of unspoken travesty of this is it's just further evidence that the Democratic Party has been hiding the existence of aliens this whole time because they wouldn't be doing this if they didn't already know that there was life on Mars. Yep. And I can't think of a clearer quid pro quo setup than to say, hey, we're going to give you automatic citizenship. Mm -hmm. You just have to vote for us. Yeah. You know, where's WikiLeaks when you need them, right? Where Where is Anonymous, these hackers that could perhaps uh, sh- provide us with some kind of digital trail of the influence of Big Mars on the last election? Everybody's worried about collusion with Russia. Can we talk about collusion with Mars for a minute, please? Yeah. And also, I mean, you know, there's that new voting rights bill, voting quote unquote rights bill going Mm -hmm. through the house right now. And uh, I guarantee you that part of it is automatic mail-in voting for all Mars residents. Yeah. And I, I think that they are going to, by default, be registered as Democrats. Obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, you know, no surprise, red planet, red communist, uh, it all starts to fit together. Yeah, it really does. Makes red state voters really nervous. Yeah, it really does. And I just wish there was something the Republican Party could have done to head off this provision and some of these others, because, you know, we might be looking at a Democratic lockdown of all elected offices in the U.S. government for the next 20 or 30 Martian years. Which, let me tell you, are a hell of a lot longer than years on Earth. Yeah, they don't even keep 24-hour days. I know. And going along with this intergalactic outreach, one of the other provisions of the stimulus bill is it actually makes Area 51 a sanctuary city. Oh, my gosh. 
I mean, why don't we just hang up a sign in the atmosphere or on the moon that says, you know, open for business, everybody welcome. Right. I mean, we are going to just have caravans of intergalactic refugees showing mm-hmm. up at our borders. I mean, do we even know where these aliens will be coming from or what their past is? You know, how did they get here? It's just going to be open season. Yep. And then, you know, say goodbye to your to your jobs because no factory is going to choose some two-armed human when they could have a six-armed alien doing all the work. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. There's going to be all kinds of unemployment for good, hardworking, earthling Americans is going to skyrocket. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's the Democrats' plan to just have an excuse to give out even more stimulus checks yep to just try to buy everybody's compliance with all of this yeah exactly so i guess it'll be nice to know a little bit more about area 51 i don't know if we're going to actually get any information about that place i mean i'm actually a little surprised to hear that it was a whole city um i thought it was just a couple of tents out in the desert or something like that just goes to show how good the deep state is at covering things up yeah it really it really crosses a line. Well, it's been a lot of really horrible and scary things that are in this bill, but we do want to highlight one piece of good news that came out of this disaster. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's important to find those, those silver linings. And that is the bill also includes the awarding of participation trophies for all of the January 6th insurrectionists. That sounds great. I think that's that's a great idea. I'm fully in support of that. And, you know, thanks to social media, we know who most of these people are. Yep. And I heard that in order to claim their participation trophy, they just have to go down to their local FBI headquarters and mm-hmm. that's where they're head- handing them all out. So, right. you know, if you were there that day, I would head right on down and, you know, just let them know and get your trophy. Especially if you have a selfie of yourself on the Senate floor or you know, sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk or smashing through a window or a doorway. Yep. Now, do we know if they're going to be giving these participation awards or trophies posthumously to some of the people who passed away? I would assume so. Um, I think there'll be like a nice little graveside award for them so that, you know, everybody can go and pay their respects. Yeah. Well, I think it'll work out really well because from what I heard, the actual trophy itself is going to be a golden Viking hat on top of a golden pile of human feces. Ooh. Yes. Two great symbols to come out of the insurrection. Yep. You know, you can just put that on a loved one's gravestone or in your trophy case. And now I wish I had participated because I, I think that would look great mounted on on the front of my Nissan Maxima. The car of choice for all insurrectionists. Great gas mileage, good pickup if you, you know, need to get out in a in a hurry. And uh, although it might strain under the weight of that, now that I think about it, it might be a little bit too much of the for the engine. Yeah, I think it would be great to put on some of your dustbins as you're collecting your hair um, mm. to really let your customers know uh, just where you where you stand. 
Yeah. At least there's one thing that we can be excited about in this bill, thanks to the Democrat liberal sort of, you know, oh, let's give everyone an award. They're actually, it's working. Even a broken clock is right, you know, two or three times a day. And so these awards are going to go to people who deserve them. That's that's for sure. Yes, that it out. I am a little concerned about the ones that will be going to prison, if it will be safe for them to have this golden award in their cell. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it probably will signal to other prisoners that they should be respectful because these are these are folks who I'm sure Donald Trump is working really hard on pardoning now that he's out of office. Yeah, nothing says patriot like a giant golden award. Yep. So yeah, those are sort of the main provisions that we wanted to highlight and bring to everybody's attention. You know, as we said, we don't have the time to go through each and every one of them. But to make sure that you guys are still aware of what else is lurking in the depths of this bill, uh, we'd like to take, uh, you know, a couple minutes and just go through and and read off some of the the highlights or or lowlights, I suppose, Mm -hmm. just so that you guys are aware as well. Yeah, so we're just going to read through the list, not really give any comments. Terry, not not unlike they did at the at the Senate floor. So I'll I'll start them off. One of the provisions will establish mobile abortion clinics. Gay penguins will be in every zoo. Gender neutral porto potties will be required in every town square. Blanket outline of him her pronouns. All masculinity is declared toxic. Marijuana brownies will now be considered veggies in school lunches. An hour of tree hugging will be required every day. People will be paid not to have a job. Everyone will be forced to appreciate postmodern art. It legalizes the burning of the Constitution. Each state will only get two senators, regardless of their population. Everyone is required to take Amtrak for any trip longer than 20 miles. There will be a flat fee to send a first-class letter to anywhere in the country. Government-run facilities will be established where you can just take books without paying for them. Soldiers will not be allowed to sleep in anyone's homes. The Washington Monument will be replaced with a statue of George Soros. All of Dr. Seuss's books will be outlawed except for the Lorax. A live theater presentation of the Vagina Monologues will precede every football game. Every public school student will be required to watch three hours of MSNBC on every school day. School prayer is being reinstituted in schools, but only if as students pray towards the direction of Mecca. Trump's face will be removed from Mount Rushmore. The bill prevents the reanimation of Rush Limbaugh's corpse. The bill will require the carving of a face mask onto the Lincoln Memorial. And I'm talking about Lincoln's face, not the building. The Washington football team will be renamed the Hillary Clintons. The Electoral College, probably the most democratic institution in our government, will be abolished. The Holocaust is declared a genocide. It will revise the line of succession such that if Biden were to pass away, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau would become the new president of the United States. It outlaws any and all bumper stickers of Calvin Peen on something. It will reestablish diplomatic relations between the United States and the Kingdom of Siam. It also institutes Prince Harry and Meghan Markle as King and Queen of America. It declares that the Union won the Civil War. Refuses to recognize Jefferson Davis as a legitimate former president of the United States. It will prohibit the rebuilding of the Full Throttle Saloon. 
forbids the Republican Party from using the name of Donald Trump. It will require all pizza places to have basements. It limits Andrew Cuomo to no more than seven women under the age of 30 as his assistants. It will establish a Hollywood committee to make deep fakes of the Russian P-tapes. It renames Reagan International Airport to the Carter International Airport. It declares Bastille Day a national holiday. It requires evolution to be taught in churches. It insists that schools teach the history of slavery. It declares cold weather not a valid piece of evidence against climate change. It will require everyone to pay a portion of their income in tax annually. It changes the national motto from E Pluribus Unum to Feel the Burn. It will make low-interest loans available to pay for a college education. Legalizes voting for dead people. Outlaws in-person voting. Allows Starbucks punch cards as valid voter ID. Makes mandatory newspaper subscriptions to either the New York Times or the Washington Post. Makes gender reveal parties a hate crime. While simultaneously outlawing the concept of gender altogether. It has the United States joining the EU. It establishes the Manhattan 2 TOO project that will be based in Tehran. It designates Hollywood as the nation's capital. It relocates the U.S. Federal Reserve to China. It demotes Kim Jong-un from good guy to evil dictator. And revokes all of Dennis Rodman's travel privileges to North Korea. It requires Putin to always wear a shirt. It requires the use of solar power until the sun is drained of all of its energy. It no longer recognizes Christopher Columbus as a U.S. citizen. It replaces Thomas Jefferson with Tupac Shakur on the $2 bill. And it outlaws the use of Nazi runes at CPAC. So there you have it, folks. The full list of the various travesties, anti-democratic, pro-socialist, pro-communist provisions that are in this trash heap dumpster fire of a stimulus bill that was just passed in the United States Congress. A sad day for us all. Well, it's time for us to wrap up before the feds can triangulate our position. While we're fleeing the feds, please subscribe to Camofoil on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want us to keep exposing our truth to you, give us a five-star rating. If you want to continue to live in ignorance, give us a five-star rating. Don't forget to tell everyone you know to listen to us and follow us on Twitter and Facebook, including even your neighbor, who's probably a member of the deep state. I'm Denise. I'm Matt. This is Camofoil. And remember, don't believe anything until you hear from us again, even if you never hear from us again.